Okay, people. We've got um, another guest, another Wahini Toa uh, from Wellington. Her name is Mary Byrne. Many of you, I'm sure, will know her. She's um, been she's been fighting the good fight for decades, and um, she is going to join us now. We're just going to play a little video before she comes on. Uh, it's a video um, raising awareness about fluoride, and uh, I think you can find that on her website. And of course, uh, she's got an event on Friday that she would like to let you all know about. So we're back just after this. What do these countries have in common? None of them fluoridate their water. Only 4% of the world still fluoridates. 98% of Europeans do not have fluoridated water and their teeth are just as good, if not better than ours. The Child Smile program in non-fluoridated Scotland saves millions of dollars and is giving Scottish kids better teeth than Kiwi kids. Why is New Zealand still adding fluoride chemicals to our drinking water? Find out the facts. Visit fluoridefree.org.nz. Of course, there is the event. Um, now, that, I was going to read that out, but it disappeared before I got a chance to. So, um, Mary Byrne, welcome to the show. You are the National Coordinator for Fluoride Free New Zealand. Great to see you. Oh, likewise. Uh, thanks a lot for having me on. I know you've got a busy schedule. Yeah, you've been um, so patient. Um, thanks for hanging in there. So, tell us, what is um, Fluoride Free New Zealand all about? And then uh, let us know what's happening on Friday. Okay, so just quickly, um, you know, we're a group that have been going for over 20 years with the main aim of, or with the only aim really, of stopping fluoridation in New Zealand. And over the years, we've had it stopped in a number of places and kept it out of a number of places, but the government uh, have moved to make it mandatory throughout the whole of the country. So at the moment, only 23 councils out of 67 have it, but the government is going to make every single council have fluoridation. So um, what we're doing on Friday is having a protest outside the Hutt City Council where the Wellington Water Committee is meeting to um, decide on what they're doing with the Wellington fluoridation system because last year the fluoridation equipment broke down in Wellington and uh, most of Wellington has been fluoridated for the last year and now the councils have finally found out about it and there's been, uh, you know, hell to pay basically blaming the Wellington Water entity for not telling them and people are saying there's dire straits because all the kids' teeth are going to fall out and all that kind of rubbish. So we're holding a protest and um, a few of us are going to speak at the committee saying they should not spend these millions of dollars that they intend to spend on fluoridation equipment and they should just leave it as is, leave it off. So um, just for anybody out there who, who isn't aware um, about the dangers of fluoride, could you just, um, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in a brief way, explain uh, what the problem is? And again, with you, like we may, we may get you on in the future or when we, when we come to Wellington and actually do a sit down and a real in-depth discussion about it because it's a, it's a big concern, isn't it? What's the problem? Mm. Yeah, so just, just briefly, probably the biggest problem is lowering of IQ, particularly um, for children exposed in utero or bottle feed. So they're the main two subgroups uh, in the country that really, really should avoid it, definitely should be avoiding fluoridated water. So they can go onto our website to find out 
if their town is fluoridated. They look under New Zealand-specific information. Um, then there's a whole host of things because fluoride is just a poison. So it increases cancer rates, it lowers your immune system, causes arthritis, it lowers the thyroid. That's really well established. So, you know, they're putting a toxic waste. It literally, honestly, is toxic waste coming out of the phosphate, the chimneys of the phosphate fertilizer industry into our drinking water. And um, it contains traces of lead, arsenic, um, and all sorts of other heavy metals. It is just a poison. There's nothing nutritional about it. It's not an essential mineral. It does nothing good for our, our health. It detracts from our health. So, um, you know, they're, they're poisoning our drinking water uh, without our consent. The New Zealand Supreme Court has ruled that it is compulsory medication, but they say, even though it violates Section 11 of the Bill of Rights Act, which says that we have a right to inform consent to medication, uh, Sections 4 and 5 allow that to be overridden. So that has set the, set the scene in lots of ways for COVID as well, because we have such a we have those clauses in, in the Bill of Rights that allows the government to forcibly medicate us. And so, you know, with fluoridation, they've been doing that. They started actually in 1954 in Hastings. So they've been doing it all of these years as compulsorily medicating. I mean, it's not even a medication because it does no good, but you know, they claim a therapeutic, a therapeutic benefit, even though there is no, not one. They claim it. So that's the definition of a medication, sort of. So, um, yeah, I mean, there really, there's a whole host of things and people just need to get onto our website because we've got lots of information on there and they can find out uh, all about it. So it's fluorofree.org.nz. Awesome. So they can probably contact you through that website and uh, where can they actually um, just tell everybody again where they need to be on Friday in Wellington? Okay, outside the Hutt City Council, that's Langs Road, and um, at 8.30 in the morning, we'll have a protest, and then at 10 o'clock is the Wellington Water Committee meeting. So, so people could be there at 8.30, that would be cool. So you, you and a few others will be speaking at that meeting, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Well, we wish you all the best for that. And um, people, if you can make it, send through your uh, footage and your photos. And uh, we look forward to having you on again, Mary, where we can uh, really delve deep into this stuff because it's really, really important that um, people understand that we wish you all the best for Friday. Thank you. Cool. Thanks a lot, Hannah. Thanks, Calvin. It's okay, Mama will fix it. Simply shake algae powder directly onto the wound. The natural antibiotic properties of algae powder will sterilize the wound. Once the powder is applied, wait a few seconds while the algae powder absorbs the excess blood and forms a protective layer sealing the wound. Thanks, Mum. Can I go play now? Algae powder fixes wounds fast. <laughs>